0: Log Talk Radio. All right. Thank you for downloading the Cruise Control Podcast. You can find us on iTunes and on SoundCloud.com. You can follow me, the host, Randy Cruz, on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R A N D Y, the letter J C R U Z. if you're a big time wrestling fan, you will be able to recognize that intro theme song, uh, WCW Monday Nitro. Today, September 4th, marks the 20th anniversary of Monday Nitro debuting on TNT. And a kid like me back in the days uh, looked forward to every Monday night for about six, seven years, around the 8 o'clock to 11 p.m. uh, time frame because every Monday night was dedicated to pro wrestling. And I don't even remember what shows were on at the time on different channels, but I know for a fact that when it came to Monday night, either you were watching Monday Nitro or Monday Night Raw or both. And your remote was on fire flipping through the channels back and forth just so that you don't miss out on on the program. And, I mean, one, I can't believe it's been 20 years since Nitro debuted. Um, I was not... I, w- I was more of a WWF guy, um, fan at the time, and, and, and still am now, of course. Um... I wasn't really too much in tune with what WCW was about or what they were doing. Um I might have heard about them, but I didn't pay too much mind to them because, you know, World Wrestling Federation was the number one company at the time and once I heard that a new show was coming up on TNT called Nitro and um and I guess you call it the, the the second promotion of of pro wrestling, it was set to be a time where now the fan would have to choose whether I want to watch Monday Night Raw which at the time has been going had been going on for 2 years because it debuted back in 1993 or this new show called Monday Nitro and you know people can look at the clips now and 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 the video footage on YouTube and also the the network um But when you saw Nitro for the first time, you saw Hulk Hogan, you saw Sting, you saw Lex Luger, you saw Ric Flair, then Randy Savage came on board, Roddy Piper, um, the Giant, the Four Horsemen. It was just a barrage of pro wrestlers that you, you, one, saw in World Wrestling Federation, and two, it gave you a different, um, it gave you a choice. Do I want to see what they're showing on Raw? Because let's let's keep it real, people, at at Monday Night Raw during 1994-95 era, um it wasn't the, the greatest product being shown um by Vince, even though yes, they did have Diesel, they had Sean, they had Razor, Brett, Undertaker. Um but outside of that, when you clicked on Monday Night Raw, you saw Doink, you saw <laughs> you saw Duke the Dumpster Drozy, you saw Mantar, you see all these cartoonish characters on on Raw and it was like why would I wanna see Mantar when I could see Sting? When I could see Lex Luger, a guy who was just on WWE um live event the night before and all of a sudden, hey, why uh, it, did did Lex Luger get lost on the way to to Raw? He was just on the the live event as you know the uh, the Lex Express, Lex Luger, who was supposed to be the the second coming of Hulk Hogan, um, in the WWF. But he was good, but he didn't pan out the way they wanted him to be. And now he's on Nitro, and it's like whoa, like <laughs> WCW must be very serious about what they were doing because even before that, the whole campaign. Um, of, of of coming to TNT, the press conference, Hulk Hogan driving down in, in in Disney World or wherever it was at, and they made it out to be like, "Hey, listen, I know I know what they're doing over there, but we're gonna make you make a choice and have you decide which side are you gonna be on, Vince or at the time now Eric Bischoff, who was now leading the company, and." Eric Bischoff changed the landscape of pro wrestling. I thank him for that <laughs> cuz as a fan, um it was very difficult watching Raw in 94, 95, even in the early portions uh, portions of 1996, even even before the Attitude Era came in, um Bischoff in in WCW had a stranglehold on on the fans. On the remote. Who are you going to watch? What time are you going to watch it? He'll do different things like going on the air at 7.57. Just so that he can give away the results of Raw. Because at the time Raw would go live and then go taped um, every other week. So him being, I guess, a smart business guy. Maybe not ethical. But he will go on TNT, Nitro. He'll he'll start it early at 7.57 and say, hey... Don't watch that program because this guy be that guy, that guy be this guy, and that's pretty much it. So now, let's go to Nitro Live. And a lot of people say, you know what? I already know who won. I'm going to stay with Nitro. And Nitro was, was a big, monumental, um, it had a big, monumental impact on the business. Eric Bischoff, like I said, changed the landscape, his different ideas, being creative, um, I think one thing that really separated Nitro and Raw in the beginning was the fact that they were they were presenting more real life characters um than the ones that Vince and Raw were portraying like I know they were in this realm where they wanted to cater to the uh, to the kids and the children and they had these cartoonish characters and a lot of people did not relate to them as they related to the wrestlers before then like Hulk Hogan and and Macho Man Randy Savage and Ultimate Warrior Ricky Steamboat Bret Hart Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect it was just a different era from the golden age um time in the late 80s and now you get to this mid 19 early to mid 1990 period where they're looking for the next guy and it was a time where it it was not about the big, tall bodybuilder kind of wrestler. It was more about the, the smaller guy, the high flying guy, the, the, the more athletic wrestlers and now it was the the direction they were going in. Outside of Diesel and, and, and Undertaker, it was all about Brett Razor, um, Shawn Michaels, even one, two, three kid at the time, Owen Hart. So it, there was a lot of guys that I'm not too sure they wanted to put at the top because of what they were doing in the past of the big-time, bigger-name, bodybuilder-type wrestlers who will give you five, ten minutes in the ring. But don't give you that kind of epic wrestling match that Shawn and Bret and Razor can give you. And now Nitro, when they started, um, they caught on, man. And I, I'm telling you, they, they caught on quick. They caught on fast. And every it, it it made you want to watch every other week, like, what are they going to... If, if Lex Luger showed up on the debut episode, who's going to show up next? And if you haven't read Bischoff's um, book, uh, Controversy Creates Cash, I think, you know, it's been out for a while now. I think you guys should go ahead and read it. But that book damn near explains everything that Bischoff did, wanted to do, how he executed all the ideas and plans... Um, with Ted Turner, TNT, and so on and so forth, um, but it their moves made Vince and the WWF change up their act, and it was like a it's about time that we start flipping um, the page. Let's start getting with the times. It's not about the cartoon characters no more. It's not a, you can still involve the kids and, and the children, but. You gotta you gotta um you gotta change the demographic that you're aiming at. Nitro was aiming at the, the high school college kids back then and Raw was not. Raw was aiming to I guess you could say the elementary kid era 10, nine, ten, eleven year olds. Nitro wasn't going above that, eighteen to thirty five, and Raw was not. And if it wasn't for Nitro being on Raw's heels every Monday night, which you know, was very strategic on their part by Eric and, and, and Ted Turner. Listen, we're going to start a program. Not only are we going to start a new program involving wrestling, we're going to start it on Monday nights at the same time. And right from there was the, the essence or the beginning of the whole Monday Night War, um, which made every fan, every fan on earth, watch pro wrestling for three hours. This is three hours every Monday night. You're flipping through channels, TNT and, and USA, and you just like, man, I got the championship match on this channel, but I got Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair on this channel. What, what am I gonna do? As a fan, I I I wish I had that now. You know, I I I think I speak for um, majority of of wrestling fans out there. But I think if we had another True, alternative matchup to to watch, where I can say, hey, I don't like this match on Raw. Let me go flip over here and check out what they're doing. Um, because what Nitro was doing was, was very exciting. Yeah, you had the the big heavyweights, like I said, Hogan, Flair, and, and Macho, Sting, and Luger. But they had the 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 cruiserweight people, of Jericho, Balenco, Eddie Guerrero, um, who Guerrero. It, it, it was just a phenomenal um roster. That they had, and plus, once you implement the NWO, I mean, that right there skyrocketed Monday Nitro above Raw for, what was it, like two years, 84 consecutive weeks? I mean, Nitro Nitro had Monday Night on lock. It was Bischoff, it was Hogan, it was Dennis Rodman. It, it, it was damn near everybody you could think of. Dennis Rodman was in the middle of the, of the NBA playoffs, NBA finals, and... He was at he was at Nitro on on a Monday. I might do you. <laughs> you got Game Four against Utah <laughs> tomorrow night, but you're at Nitro, and that and that is what separated them from Monday Night Raw '96 '97 time, where it felt more real. It felt more pop culture. They were they were getting into the demographic of the high school kids, of the college kids, people that. Will go out there and spend their hard-earned money to watch this product and Raw. You know, obviously they they changed up a lot, but if this doesn't happen, where is Raw today? Where is World Wrestling Federation WWE today? And Bischoff pushed the envelope. Nitro pushed the envelope. Ted Turner pushed the envelope. Um, was I a fan of Nitro? Definitely. Were there some? Were there some episodes that that I didn't like? Definitely. Are there some episodes of Raw I didn't like? Definitely. But it made you watch every single Monday night, and once eleven o'clock hit, you couldn't wait to next Monday. And then even the next day, on Tuesday, you're you're outside. You're 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 in school. You talk about yo, what happened at, at on Raw? What did I miss? What happened on Nitro? Man, I gotta see that. And that, at that time either you taped it on VCR or you had to wait. There's no DVR, there's no it was no internet that strong at the time where you can go back and watch the episodes like we do now. So if you missed out 8 to 11 on Raw Nitro, dude, you had to wait till next Monday. Sorry to say it, but <laughs> you had to wait. And that made you want to watch every single Monday night like I'm not I'm not missing anything from now on. And then when you look back at like wow, twenty years passed by and it's like, man, I'm I was what, eleven, turning twelve at the time, still still in um elementary school and I was watching pro wrestling. You know, people people had this thing like I'm a wrestling fan, but I don't wanna show people, I don't want to let people know. Listen, back then, if you were a wrestling fan, you made it known because that was the the greatest time In professional wrestling history, and that's my opinion. People can be, um, people can disagree. They might say the era before Nitro and and the Attitude Era, which is the golden age of Hogan, Andre, um, you know, Flair and Warrior and Macho. Okay, I can't argue with that. But times change. Time evolved. And a lot more people watch pro wrestling between 1995 to 2001, 2002 than ever before. Merchandise sales, ratings were up. Now, I'm not a big ratings guy. When you tell me, oh, Raw, Nitro got a 4, five, six, seven, I don't know what that, you know, equivalates to. But I know it's a lot of people watching wrestling. A whole lot of people watching wrestling. To tell me that they... Nitro and Raw were, were beating Monday Night Football. What does that tell you? Nitro and Raw was beating Monday Night Football every Monday night. They were getting five, six, seven. No matter who you had, it was the Cowboys, Steelers. Uh, it, it, it did not matter who you put on. The 49ers. The Green Bay Packers. No, we're watching Hulk Hogan, Diesel, Razor, Sean, Hitman. This is what we're watching on Monday night. Not Monday night football. I can catch Monday night football at like eleven oh five because it'll still be on. Four, five, six, seven in the ratings. Then you add all the celebrities involved: Dennis Rodman, to Mike Tyson, to Carl Malone, and you know uh, Jay Leno. It was just a, a a just a phenomenal time, and not to be all nostalgic but it was the greatest time to be a pro wrestling fan and i've hey one day if they ever start up a, a new wrestling promotion that can really go at uh Vince it'll be great it's it's competition it's co- it it was competition back then Vince needed that competition to change the landscape to change what he was doing nwo you create dx and you you know you, it was it was a lot, man, and, and there are plenty of books about it. There's DVDs, there's documentaries, uh, like I said, Bischoff with Controversy Creates Cash, DVDs of The Rise and Fall of WCW, The Death of WCW Book, um, Monday Night Wars, the first DVD, and now the whole series on the network. Um, so if if you are a younger fan and have no clue what I'm talking about, then... Go to the network, look up w c w Nitro, watch the episodes, go to Amazon, find the documentaries, go find everything you can on nitro and w c w even though it did not it did not end well for them. Nitro really changed the wrestling landscape where where would everything be? How would Vince be taking his promotion now? In 2015, that he did in in 1996, in 1995, it, it it was different, and it was it was the competition. Like me as a fan, I I I know they were I knew they were going at it, but I didn't care, you know. I Bischoff wanted to put Vince out of out of commission, out of work. As a 12, 13 year old kid, I'm like, listen, I get Steve Austin, I get Goldberg, I get Sting, I get Macho Man, I get Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. I get DX, I get NWO every Monday night on my TV screen. (laughs) Forget about homework. (laughs) I ain't do my homework, no. I do my homework Tuesday morning. And that's what it was. Most kids did their homework Tuesday morning. Because they wanted to watch Nitro and Raw. And when I saw the tweets earlier, and I saw the... Like, wow, man, like 20 years, September 4th. Like, man, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Mall of America, Nitro debuted. It was just... It, it, it's it's nostalgic. It's sad, but it, it's great that we had that to change the kind of wrestling that we saw um, back then in 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 ninety three ninety four. And and Raw was okay in in ninety three ninety four. But once it got to ninety five and the cartoon characters started coming up, it was like man, oh man, like Ya yah yah, gotta give me something different. You know, And the, the young fans who you had in the late 80s are, are a little older now. They wanted a more older kind of product. And they were not getting that. Nitro provided that. Eric Bischoff provided that. And for six, seven years, it created the greatest time in pro wrestling history. And I don't think we would ever see that again. I wish... I wish... Uh, it's tough. I like I like what I see now to a degree, but if there's no competition, then sometimes it'll be stagnant. It'll remain the same. They don't get pushed as more uh, as often as they should be. But when WCW was around and Nitro was around, they pushed Monday Night Raw every single Monday to do different things and to buy different props and to build different characters and build new stars. Now that was now, now. Ultimately, that became the downfall of Nitro and WCW, where they didn't produce a lot of new stars. It was always relied on Hogan, Piper, Flair, Nash, and Hall. Um, they did not give the, the the young guys a chance to shine. And pretty much the backbone of WCW in Benoit and Guerrero and Jericho, Malenko. The, once they left, and then uh, the Giant Paul White. When once he left. That's all you had. You you have Booker T, a guy who who deserved to be world champion was was never world champion because the guys above him were there too long and they just they just relied too much on the name. And at that time, it flipped. Where now, everything is going to Monday Night Raw, and now they want to see a newer, fresher product because they were not getting that from Nitro and WCW. So. um I mean, it, it's it's great, man. Like I said, go on, go check it on the go check it out on the on the network. Look up Nitro, YouTube, whatever you can. Just just get um acquainted with the first ever episode of of Mother Nitro being on TNT today, is the 20th anniversary. Time flies, man. I'm getting old, but um, if you are a true wrestling fan, mark is what they call it, then you got to get up on your Nitro and WCW. History. Thanks again for joining me here on the Cruise Control Podcast. I would say it's a special edition of of the podcast. I was not planning on doing this, but once I saw the anniversary of Nitro go up, I said, "Let me just, let me just go on and say something because uh, I pretty much know um, that whole era." Again, Cruise Control Podcast. You can find it on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J Cruise, R E N D Y, the letter J. C-R-U-Z.